Howdy, hello, good day, good evening, and welcome to Question Session Season 2, Episode 6. You may notice that it sounds like I'm talking to myself, and it it isn't, I'm not, (laughs) but you may notice that uh, where's where's host number two, one might ask, they're here. What are they? You may notice that host number two sounds a bit different. She's rocking some really wild COVID right now. I was gonna. I was gonna say I've, I've started the roids, and now it's just, <laughs> there are some changes happening. A in this testosterone. Body, baby. Uh, you may notice that host number two sounds a little different, and that is because our our host number two, due to a number of different circumstances, was not able to make it this week. So I am very very excited to welcome you all to Kvetchin session and uh, give an especially warm welcome to our guest host number two for this episode. Guest host number two, my wonderful spouse. Ooh, yay. The crowd goes wild. Praise (sighs) me. Praise (laughs) me as I deserve. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down, cis white man, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) They invited a cis white man on the podcast? Gee, they must be desperate. I assure you, listener, we are. I... (laughs) I am host number one, the one who just wants this to work, who is waiting for this recording software to maybe not come out, in which case this conversation will be lost to the ages and only between my husband and I, but we'll see how this goes. Aside from that, almost the new year doing great. And I am guest host number two, the one who, in the name of all cis white men in the world, I'm (laughs) co-opting a position formerly held by a... (laughs) A woman, and I'm going to now take this platform and drive it into the ground and then be completely confused by what went wrong. Uh, host number one, why why, why, why weren't you bringing your A-game there? Why did you do this? Can, can y'all see why I married this one? <laughs> I've just, it's Stockholm Syndrome. I've just, I won't stop talking about it. And so... He echoes what I say all the time. Can Stockholm Syndrome be two-way? Is it a two-way street? Sure. (laughs) I don't know. Freud can make shit up. So can we. That's true. (laughs) Freud can make make things up that are so horribly wrong that all of his students then spend the rest of their lives going, well, hold on, hold on. We've got... We can do better than this. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This can't... Come on, folks. this 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 isn't right. So yeah, we can say whatever we want, and then our disciples can be like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." Our disciples. <laughs> Interesting, actually, disciples. If you want to do a weird allegory to children, that is going to be a topic that we'll cover in this really wacky, weird, last-minute. Let's figure out what we want to talk about episode. Before we get started, I just want to remind everyone, as I say every single time, that the thoughts and opinions that I my dear absent host number two or our current guest host number two or any other guest hosts have or express uh, represent only their opinions and do not represent the opinions of places they currently work places they slash we used to work places that we slash they will work in the future places we volunteer with friends family pets associated acquaintances etc i do i do actually speak for my boss's pet i have that authority (laughs) 
Mr. Mr. That's the Biggles. One, that's the one. Yeah, that's the, Mr. Biggles. I that's the one asterisk to that. You're 100% spot on with all the other employer nonsense. Or not nonsense, but all that other other business. But Mr. Biggles. Uh, uh, getting express. um getting um actually advice this white man not even five full minutes into this see, podcast see? what did i tell you what did i tell you <laughs> uh, uh so it's going to be a wild and crazy assortment of topics as we have guests on this podcast um because i sort of suspect uh our dear host number two all she is doing fine may not be able to make as many sessions as she once was because there may or may not be a new family member maybe introduced into the family we're going to have a number of different guest hosts and so it's going to be a wacky and cryled a wacky and wild and crazy ride and you're going to see that host number two is the only reason why this thing has any kind of smoothness and i apologize but it's just the way it is so hopefully you're willing to hang on and as guest host number two i will try to apply all smoothness that i can (laughs) smooth jazz oh yeah (laughs) hey so So, first topic is one that I think we have a decent amount of experience. Title simply, Mewage. 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 And I know host number two and I have touched on this before, but I thought it might be interesting to hear it from the uh, husbando's mouth, or the cis white man, cis white husband's mouth as well. I know everyone was just really craving that. Again, just going back to, like, the weird common trope, at least that I've seen with heterosexual marriages, that, like, the spouses have to hate each other and can't stand dealing with each other. Because I've seen a lot of that recently, and I think one that comes to mind that I saw, I think, on social media was just, like, a series of photos floating around for, like, Christmas cards that were saying things like, finally, peace on Earth. It was literally a family photo where, like, the wife and any daughters had tape over their mouths. Good lord. That's a fucking weird Christmas card. Even if you ignore the the trove of like all the physical tape, like that's weird. Why would anyone be like, yeah, this is something we want to send to our family and friends? Yeah, you know, a little, little hostage taking, and uh, <laughs> you know, rubs the lotion on its skin, locking people in the ba- in the uh, basement. But that's I guess just to, like I way to celebrate family. I don't. I don't know, as someone who likes to think that they love their spouse and, you know, we've been stuck together for quite a long time, literally during the pandemic. I don't, I haven't been happy to be living in a pandemic, but I have thought to myself many times, well, gee, I'm very happy that, you know, you're the person I have to be stuck living with. Because we've all, well, we've mo- most of us have had roommates or bad roommates or what have you. And, like, I've had a, a wild assortment of living situations. And this is the best one. So, like, I just don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Why would you marry someone if you can't stand them? Because it seems to, like, start immediately. Like, obviously, people grow and people change. And if maybe if you marry young and you become a different person or you're, you know... The stories of someone who doesn't sort of realize an integral part of themselves until they're older. And, like, I understand it happens, but the stuff where it's, like, right out the gate. (laughs) Oh, gotta go hang with my wife. Gotta fucking, my husband did this dumb shit today. I just, I don't know. (laughs) It's really weird. Like, why are you marrying them then? Like, literally, what is the purpose? I mean, maybe money, but. It's just peak 90s spousal sitcom of just, you know. 
Yeah, we hate so each other. Th- <laughs> so you think people just grew up like, oh yes, this must be what a good this is what a good relationship looks like from watching <laughs> these sitcoms. Yeah, Al Al Bundy and uh, Married with Children is definitely the uh, the role model that we all needed, and I was deprived <laughs> of because my parents wisely did not allow my brother and I to watch that show. I suppose I owe your parents a thank you. There you, you. go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fascinating because it. I, I actually I recently saw a similar thing. I I saw it on Reddit. I think it was pulled from TikTok, and it's some you know some guy monologuing as if he's speaking with his wife. And, you know, going through, like, the, the checklist of the common grievances of, you know, uh, you know like, oh, yeah, I love getting home from work and then immediately starting to work on the house. Like, I love having, you know, work after work after work. And, gosh, I'm trying to even remember all of them because so, so many of them are so eye-rolly that's just my brain didn't even feel like committing any of them to memory for uh, <laughs> uh, podcast material. Yeah, another one that comes to mind is like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad, sweetie, that you called to tell me that you got coffee from uh, the local store instead of the Starbucks. I'm so happy that I had to stop my day partway to stop my work so that I could have this conversation with you instead of waiting until tonight. And it really just, it comes from a level of, I, I, I'm honestly, I don't even know what level it comes from because it really, <laughs> it's baffling because it really comes down to like, I hate interacting with you on a level that is just so profound that I can't stand the thought of you sharing any bits of your day with me. And it also... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was uh, was going to finish, or I don't know, finish, but Lord knows I'm not going to finish. It was also going to pivot into also the hypocrisy of it as well, because then he also makes some complaint about like, oh, yeah, no, I love this dinner that you, you know, clearly burnt. I love eating burnt food. And I think someone made a comment that I saw. This wasn't my original idea, but someone made a comment along the lines of, well, you do realize that the way that you're telling that story, the wife gets home from work and then starts working on yeah. the dinner that you are then completely ungrateful for while complaining that you have to get home from work and do work yourself. It's a two-way street. You have to respect that people are doing things during the day and then have responsibilities in the evening as well maybe yeah absolutely Hmm. and it's just i was thinking that i mean if you wanted to like you know i feel like i get texts or messages from friends during the day and i can't always respond to them right away but you know i get excited like I like getting texts from my friends and they're like, Oh, I'm at work and saw this cute thing or oh my kitties didn't want me to leave for work today or you know, uh something cool I saw on the internet. Let me send this to you. Da 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 da. You know, and sometimes when you're busy, you say like, Hey, I can't get to this right now or whatever, but it's I never get a I've I very rarely get texts from my friends. I'm just like, oh, like why don't you save this for the weekend? <laughs> like if I want to, if I'm excited to hear from my friends who I am not like legally married to, who I do not live with, why wouldn't I want to hear about like random shit that my spouse gets up to during the day? And again, like if you're busy, just ignore it. But it's just like, yeah, like I've chosen to spend at least the significant portion of my life with you. Please don't engage with me. <laughs> husbands should be should be seen and not heard or frankly <laughs> husbands should be neither seen nor heard Please neither just, seen nor heard <laughs> do not make your presence known 
I wish to be married to you with name only and never see you and never engage with you. Please leave me alone. Yes, I simply <laughs> need access to your checking account. Yeah. And savings well, account. Well, because, like, okay, sure, you can make the argument that, like, oh, some people learned it from the money. But, like, statistically, mm. right? Statistically, it cannot be such a cultural phenomenon. There are not that many rich people anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, like, or statist- like in many, statistically, it can't be for the money. No one has any money. Right, right. So it's not just like, oh, well, of course, I'm sure that's for some people. I'm sure that may or may not be a thing. But, like, that's not the majority. So it's not, I'm sure a lot of these people are like, oh, well, I'm going to suck it up for the. I don't know. It's so weird. And maybe it's just from watching a lot of sitcoms. Well, and then what's especially weird is then, like, you the people who ha- clearly have these weird relationships and then have kids again using the sitcom as an example right like ugh i bow ball and chain like wife waits who want to tear my hair out let's have children together <laughs> let's let's make a serious commitment let's like that, raise uh, like a living creature together yeah. for roughly that... 18 to 22 <laughs> years we'll be and, and they'll have a healthy relation like a understanding of relationships yeah let's do it yeah yeah. Like I, it's, all right, that's, that's going to fix it things. It doesn't, I don't, like, why? Also, just, like, it, listen, we're all kind of depressed. It's all, it's, like, a hard, it was hard for a lot of people pre-COVID. Like, why would you add, I don't know, call me a hopeless romantic. But my opinion was that marrying someone, at least you should be of the opinion. Like, I, you know, things don't always work out. But, like, that it's going to be a net positive that it's going to be a positive, beneficial thing that you enjoy and look forward to having. And it's just very weird that the, the sort of status quo is that you hate it. Then why is anyone doing it? I don't know. I mean, there's the there's a certain level of, and it just goes back to another one of those stereotypes that you, that I've, I don't know if everyone else has heard this, but that, that at least I've heard that you know men get into relationships and then want the woman to not change and again this is a very hetero cis perspective but uh, i mean this is why you're here yeah that's true (laughs) speaking from this perspective of the boomer humor uh, critique men get into the relationship and hope the woman does not change so that the status quo can be maintained whereas women get into the relationship and hope that the man does change over time because you know people evolve over time and speaking as someone who enjoys the many of the same things that he has over the past decade, if not more, I understand the appeal of not changing, but also there is a necessary evolution to life as you get older and your you know, life, oh, I was going to say, as your life changes, as <laughs> the most redundant sentence ever spoken in podcast history. We love it. Yeah. This is what I'm, this is the A-game I'm bringing. Um <laughs> But listeners, yeah. I asked him about 15 minutes ago, give or take, if he was willing to do this. So he is doing a great job. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> 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 but uh, there's just that there's the, the contradiction of, you know, life inevitably has to change over time, unless you, you do believe, you know, whoever you are by the time you're like 20 five or 26 is just the person you're going to be for the rest of your life good fucking luck yeah <laughs> although i mean i say yes but also i think back at myself in the past like eight years and it's like um i don't know how much i have changed question mark i suppose you'd actually be a better 
better gauge for how much uh, I have changed. I think we've both done a lot of growing and changing, sometimes for the worse, but sometimes I'm... for the better. <laughs> sometimes for the worst. Speaking said. from personal experience, me, sometimes for the worse, <laughs> and sometimes for the better. Well, like, for example, one would argue that my exercise habits are significantly worse than they were, <laughs> for instance, when I was younger. So, yeah, that's the, that's, I don't mean like we're literally, you know, terrible people, I hope, but uh, do I work out enough? No. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, you will be severely judged um, <laughs> by someone, not me, though. Yep. Uh, well, that's Collect, a great... Collect, uh, collecting my uh, thoughts for a second, I realized, oh, there's a lot of dead air. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of why people, like, people, sort of speaking of people who don't like each other, then deciding that, like, having a baby will solve those problems, I kind of want to shift, again, I always shift so elegantly to shift topic number two. Shift it. Oh, it's been shifted. To uh, what I... Hit that, what uh, hit that Nas. Shift yes. that gear. Vin Diesel will be proud. <laughs> While we talk about family. Uh, to what I have lovingly call, uh, titled Bebe Pressure, Man Edition. So again, this is also like a topical redox, but we were doing this before and we're doing it again. So snakes don't leave, people don't leave. I love you snakes. I haven't told you how much I love you yet in this episode. I love you. We've, host number two and I have talked a lot about the pressures and experiences that women or people with uteruses face around like pregnancy, having babies, wanting to have babies, or not wanting to have babies. And to be honest, uh, which is funny because we've constantly inundated with white men's opinions, so this is a weird thing for me to ask, but as the spouse of someone who is admitted on the podcast and has been admitted to you that, like, they are not necessarily rushing to have a baby. And if you were to ask said host number one, like, right now, you'll have to make a decision, yes or no. The answer would be no. What is that experience like for you as the man in a heterosexual relationship with a woman who has made it clear or, you know, hasn't been baby crazy or hasn't been rushing to want to have babies? Like, not from her perspective. Like, what is it like to deal with this crazy lady? But just, like, I guess, you know, do your parents pull you aside to remind you of how great parents you'd be? Uh, or how, do they tell you how their life wouldn't have been fulfilling at all if they didn't have kids? Do your siblings kind of nudge, nudge, wink, wink, like, hey, you should really consider? Like, what is it? Do you experience any, pre like, pressure, I guess, or weird comments or anything? Or is it just like, nah, I don't really you don't want to have kids? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't that be a blast on a podcast? Um, Honey, we have to talk about this later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So I do experience those things. Uh, I can speak uh, from experience on the mother doing the kind of stereotypical, uh, or at least stereotypical from what I've seen in both media and in my own life, you know, kind of like kids are great, you know, you will help out. There's never, you know, there's clearly oh, yeah, some I forgot kind about that. Need. I forgot about that. The will yeah, help there's, out. Yeah, which is there's, great, always, but... there's always a great willingness uh, for someone else to continue your bloodline on uh, beyond <laughs> their responsibilities. And now, like, good, I have had children now. They must continue. The bloodline must continue. 
the family line. Yes. <laughs> I I definitely I get that. Not a lot, but I get that from uh, my mother. She, uh, she definitely. Uh, you know, I don't. I would say she she thankfully has been pretty. Uh, well, it also I I we are. I mean, we're very fortunate in many ways to have a wonderful nephew. Hmm. But I I always view yeah, it as like the clock resetting for us a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anyone who's listening who doesn't want kids, who has siblings, who have kids, I just feel like there's a brief moment of time where the grandparents are distracted by the child. And you are, of course, also distracted because don't get me wrong. I love our nephew. And if we get more nieces and nephews, I will love them all dearly. But it's just like, okay, like eyes are off of us for a minute. <laughs> but now the, the time that's kind of winding down, I think. No more shiny objects to go, oh, look over there. A little bit. Uh, but it, and then I definitely, my brother, my brother is not nearly as like a, yeah, you should do that kind of level. But my brother, if he gets a hint of, whiff. you know, of a, a sweet whiff of uh, baby plans, uh, or even just what he believes to potentially be a reference to uh, possible baby plans, he gets excited because as... Someone who realized see he before he had a child had a niece from his from his uh, wife's family, and he very quickly realized uh, after kind of interacting with his niece that you know while he loved his wife, he would uh, throw her into moving traffic if it oh, would save one hundred percent his niece uh, <laughs> can confirm this is accurate <laughs> yeah and then I imagine he feels a very similar way about his own child now. <laughs> Which, Which I understand. Is, yeah, you know, so, I imagine. So I imagine he can't wait for ways. us to produce a child that he would throw us in front of a bus for. It's really just this is a slight murder, only lightly murderous. No, no, time. no. His own, still his own wife. In my, in my analogy, it's still throwing. Him oh, just his wife. <laughs> yes, because going back to our first topic, wife mm-hmm. bad. Remember. To be clear, not trying to dox ourselves, but while our while our my brother and sister in law used to joke about it a lot. I genuinely can say they don't actually do, they don't truly abide by the trope that we were discussing before, although we are making fun of them. But yeah, yeah. And I think that's interesting because I think I've gotten a lot of the conversations with my mother while you weren't around. And clearly, like I haven't had a lot of those discussions with your mother when I was around. So it seems like they're just doing the work on the individual young adult. Oh, yeah, they, well, your mother is wise enough not to rise my <laughs> anger. She knows the forces that she... Uh, oh, shoot. I forgot that. I'm trying to blank on the vocab board, and it's messing up with my dramatic uh, dramatic villain reading. Uh, whatever. Mm. Yeah, I think what I am... what like it's. I think it's almost... I feel like it's been easier to feel a lot of... I don't think you're you're falling prey to this, but I found it. It's been harder, maybe during the holidays because you're just seeing family a lot, and that includes like any kids that you have in a family, or everyone's you know posting their cute little Christmas photos on social media with their wee babies or their giant pregnant bellies. I've been feeling a lot more guilty about it. Not guilt in not that not guilt in a sense that it's going to change what I want to do, but I've been like feeling a lot weirder about it. It's been harder to fight that feeling of I cannot be the only, and I know I am not the only one on this planet who doesn't 
actively want to have a child. But it's sure, especially now, because I think, you know, again, the whole social media thing, right? Everyone, no one's doing okay, but everyone is trying desperately to show the world that they're all doing fine. You know, everyone with their happy, happy pregnant baby times. And it's just like, why? You, those, those sort of not so nice thoughts of like, why am I not feeling these things? Why do I not want to do these things? Like, what is wrong with me? And hopefully those feelings will fade. I think it's just, you know, with the holidays comes seeing family comes a lot of that. But. Well, I view it as actually a strength of character because, you know, if you think back from an evolutionary standpoint, what is the purpose of children? It is that you have something small and edible to throw at the beasts that would be trying to kill you. And they're replaceable because, you know, you just have another one. It's just like the original one. So I think it comes down to a strength of our, our personal strength, whether it be my incredible strength mm-hmm. uh, and you either your own personal strength or just borrowing some of my strength because <laughs> you have now latched uh-huh. your claws uh-huh. into me mm-hmm. in a, in a both, uh, metaphorical and physical sometimes Mm -hmm. uh manner very painful Uh, very painful yes but again my incredible strength can take it Mm. and so thus you believe you would be able to fight off any of those terrible terrible beasts with me as your jojo stand uh (laughs) while uh, and thus negating the need for uh such offspring sacrifices Mm. That's clearly what it is, I think, yes. Well, well sure, I'll take that. Cue our disciples now trying to come up with better ideas. Like, well, this no, is no, totally no, terrible. no, 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 that's not what they meant. That's not what they meant. That cannot go, be right. That Freudian, is not right. Surely Freudian revisionary <laughs> students. This is this is the trigger. Host number one and guest host number two, we, we aspire to be just like Freud and just really cause a lot of problems for people. We probably also should have specified that guest host number one's views do not represent the views of host number one or host number two or the guest podcast host in number, Who's guest host oh. number one? Oh, that's Whoa. true. Oh, man. You had a guest host They're number right one behind also. me, aren't they? That's that's also true. They are listening through the walls. You know who I'm But also about. guest host number two's opinions don't reflect those of host number one or host that's number two's the one. or anyone else? Well, I also, like... again, I imagine cis white man that I am, I then put myself back as number one. So mm, subconsciously, right, right. who saw that coming, right? Right, right. right. Yep. No. Nope, yes, I go. meant to say myself, <laughs> sure. thus guest wink, host wink. number two. <laughs> <sighs> So I guess I guess one could say that our our given that it's the end of 2021 and we're about to run into 2022 by the time this podcast comes out will be 2022. One could say our New Year's resolutions probably don't include trying to get pregnant. I mean, you're the one who's more control over that than I do, but yes, I'm I just agree. trying to transition seamlessly. <laughs> you to did my a fantastic third job. Final and topic, I, and I completely <laughs> dropped the ball. <laughs> I am ashamed of myself. My New Year's resolution is to be better. Be at better. This. To get yes, good. To yes and to get good at yes anding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm not good at yes anding. If y'all go back and listen to our podcasts, and I mean, please don't try to do this because I'll just feel really guilty. If we want to put together the percentage of time that host number one is is flapping her gums around versus the percentage of time that host number two is flapping your gums around i would wager it's like 85 15 so i don't know how to yes and i just know how to talk on and on and on that is true i am probably the most qualified person on the planet to confirm this for 
the deer viewers and snakes. Dear listeners, if you could see listeners, me, my eyes are rolling. Uh, quick, t- quick topic number three before we close. Just resolutions. This is a minor gripe. I don't like. Listen, you have your resolutions. Do whatever. But, but like all, I feel like all I hear about or start to hear about as any year comes to an end is you know what people's resolutions are going to be for next year. And it's just, I think it's funny because every, like, I just, I sort of suspect, I don't think many people actually achieve their New Year's resolutions. And I think it's for a combination of reasons. Sometimes it's too vague, you know, sometimes it's like hyper specific in a really complex way. Or like, frankly, I've talked to people where it's just this laundry list of things. Like, I'm going to do this more and I'm going to do this twice a month and I'm going to do this and I'm going to try to do this. And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, first of all, it's a pandemic. Like in a regular year, I would tell you, you gotta like, maybe like, I don't want to clip your wings, but you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment because that is just so much to do. And then when you don't do it, you're going to beat yourself up. Like, why do I guess, why do we do this? I guess it's maybe symbolic something, something year of renewal, but I, I don't, I don't personally do resolutions anymore because it just seems like, like a mandatory thing. And I'm not going to fall, like, I'm not going to follow through. Like if I set a goal for myself, I might decide in March, oh, I want to do this thing. You know, I want to, I want to work out twice a week, but like, I just, I also know like a new year's resolution just seems like it's, it's a, it's a thing that's not going to happen. I'm saying it and kind of hoping it'll manifest. But, like, we all know that no, most New Year's resolutions aren't going to be happening. Well, I, I think a part of this also can kind of come down to what your own expectations are of yourself as well as what you are willing to fail at. Because when you have those laundry list of things, and again, I, I can think of an example in my in my own life recently where it was a long list of I want to do X, I want to do Y, I want to do Z, I want to do gamma and delta and blah 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 blah. i don't want to do, let's not do delta uh, stop but... listing off uh, covid variations please <laughs> right. that's right oh gosh <laughs> but it it comes down to if you're it, i always think of the phrase you know shoot for the moon and you'll land amongst the stars and so if you're willing to potentially fail at those things and not beat yourself up over it then by all means take these grandiose goals and try to achieve them. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But when it then comes down to, oh, I didn't achieve these goals, there's then two options of, well, I'll keep working on things or, well, I'm a failure. And, yeah, and one, of like those, the... one of those is the healthier ways, uh, healthier yeah. way to go about uh, living well, life. I think going back to the, the prime example, right, of like, I'm going to work out and eat better, which I think is one, you know, mm. work out more and eat better in general. And sometimes people are more specific than that. I just mean the general theme. I think a lot of people, like, if they don't meet exactly their goals, it's like, kind of like a little, you know, well, whatever. And then you just kind of totally mm. backslide, I guess, versus to your point of, oh, I said I was going to work out three times a week. Well... I work out pretty consistently twice a week or, you know, I haven't been able to do a lot of work, but I'm doing like, you know, 10 minutes of something three times a week, sort of giving yourself permission to be like, okay, I didn't meet whatever arbitrary goals I set for myself, but like, look, I did a thing and not letting it be like, oh, well, I can't, you know, all or nothing, which I say these things from very 
this is like absolutely my brand <laughs> all or nothing and so if i don't accomplish a goal i'm like well i failed might as well not try anything Might so as again well just eat snickers bars for life yeah, for dinner listeners i'm speaking from personal experience here which ha 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 freud maybe that's why i don't like new year's resolutions yeah trying to work to n- basically maybe you know what maybe what we need is like resolutions uh ooh, there's a business opportunity like a five-step resolution plan you know like like tiers like when you're building up to something like couch to 5k or you know and we could sell like a plan let's monetize this bitch like you want to work out you know you want to work out three times a week and again i'm just working on that for 30 minutes it's like okay like step one right first week of january one day right one day work out 30 minutes okay week two one day if you if you if you're if you can if you if the mood strikes try two ice but like again if you don't like what you need to hit is once but if you want to do more you can but do it once do that for like kind of the month and then february it's like all right you know the first week let's do once a week and then like twice a week and then maybe once a week optional and then twice a week like work your way up and so then even if it's like even if you find yourself like in june right and you haven't been able to sort of break out of that cycle and you're really only working out one and a half times a week or twice a week you can still be like hey like i have done this consistently since january yeah you know and then the whole half of the year right? i think that's the other thing i think people mentally or it sure sort of sounds like it I think people get really disappointed if by end of January they haven't accomplished all their goals, which aren't they New Year's <laughs> resolutions? Well, I so think like, also people just get bored and realize, ah, well, sure. cake is really good. So, uh, and just speaking as someone who, and <clears throat> I know not. Really good. Speaking yes. as someone who agrees that cake is really good. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, speaking as someone who, and I know not all New Year's resolutions are about exercise, but considering the number of people who mm. have it's a very weight troubles, one, I'm sure. Yeah. Speaking from a uh, personal experience myself, speaking as someone who very frequently in life has had issues of getting in shape, some detriment happening, and then falling out of shape, and then needing to find the motivation to and drive to get back into the swing of an exercise and diet regime to then try to get back to a uh, physical physicality that they are help, help uh, happy with. I think it kind of comes down to a combination of being, and exactly as you said, like taking baby steps and slowing, slowly working in and ramping up into a task. That is just one thing I feel like, you know, you always hear the stories of people on January 1st just jumping into the gym mm-hmm. and it's just an absolute nightmare. And I imagine this year especially will be an absolute nightmare to join a gym at the <laughs> beginning of a year for multiple reasons. Uh, but, you know, people very often dive in head first. And speaking as someone who lifts weights, if you dive into weightlifting on the first day, you're going to be sore as hell the next day. And that can be incredibly discouraging. It can prevent you from then going off and doing another workout in a day or two. It might be another week until you're really feeling ready for it. And by mm-hmm. that, you're then kicking yourself for, oh, I only worked out once in a yeah. week. Or I'm you never could just, get like, better. hurt yourself. Because exactly, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to run and do this, and then you pull a muscle or you uh, twist your, or you know, do something to your ankle. And mm. again, not from a New Year's resolution perspective, but as someone who's been in the swing of things, and you too, been in the swing of things, and then something like that happens. Like when you're not on like a New Year's resolution kick, it is still extremely demotivating mm. because it's just like, oh, I was like doing so well, and da 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 da, and I had a routine, and now I can't do it. Like, you don't want to do that literally day two. 
of your New Year's resolution because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Don't equate like, yeah, we gotta go like super fucking hard. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna eat healthy. I'm going on a juice cleanse. Whoa, slow the fuck down. Why don't you All just right. like All incorporate right, some more vegetables into what you're making? Why don't you try to like drink more water during the day? Why don't you, instead of having, you know, sugary cereal, like swap it out for oatmeal? Like one thing. Not I'm gonna go hard. Cause again, you're, first of all, not speaking from experience, but knowing people who've done juice cleanses, you're gonna feel like shit. And you're not gonna have a good time. And God, like you maybe do, that's you some... do one juice. Cl- you do one juice cleanse, and your wife never lets you hear the end of it. <laughs> this so is what I'm, this you is know. what I'm living with, folks. So uh, yeah, and I think snakes. I think the the resolution. <laughs> you're living with a nightmare. See, topic number one, Paul and Shane. <laughs> I think I think what, what what guest host number two and I have learned is that we need to monetize this, and there's a monetary opportunity here because mwahaha capitalism, and we need to offer people. We need to be like resolution planners. And offer like a five-step resolution tier plan because it's like my darling sirs and madams and 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 gentlemen, y'all need to break it down so you don't hurt yourself and so you don't you know disappoint yourself yeah. too early. Although I will say, as uh, as one other thing, as a, a while back I mentioned that there were two things, one of which was the baby steps. I do I do actually like the idea of resolutions not for myself because i lord knows never make them and perfect or care. in uh, every way that i should have made that joke but i didn't and mm. uh that's one of my imperfections is just a uh, classic my... woman propping up the cis white man from the back indeed that's hey that's also true <laughs> but i always kind of i do kind of like the idea of being willing to make those changes and wherever you can find them and if it is the new year that gives you motivation because not to go too uh, hallmarky or not that's probably not the right phrase but not to go too stereotypical but you know they always say like you know the best the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago the second best time is is now is now and <laughs> if that's what gives you the motivation to try to make a positive change in your life then by all means but that said don't accidentally start running and then trip and fall face first into a juice cleanse because that's just going to hurt everybody. Right. Well, I think your point is just like start do a little bit. Yeah. We're not, but, we're not we're not trying to say like don't better yourself, yeah. but you know, if you go like whole hog all in, all cards on the table like day 1, you're going to burn yourself out, you're going to hurt yourself, it's not going to be sustainable all of these things, mm-hmm. and then you're going to kind of repeat this cycle. Yes, just do it, but cut yourself a little bit of slack and maybe don't, you know, celebrate doing any small thing that's a change as opposed to beating yourself up for not being at a hundred percent on day one. So I think that's, I think, I think we found our business model now because mm-hmm. what we really need is Jan- new year's resolutions. First off, number one and number two need to be like easy as, you know, I got to do my laundry and then you do you, that's, you know, it's an easy check mark. You literally can check it off on a list and Oh, that, that, that feels, that feels empowering right there. But then from there it has to be like, I'm going to go for a walk ever in the month of January. And then what you need is not New Year's resolutions, but then you need new February resolutions. Ooh, monthly and resolutions. Monthly resolutions. And uh. there can be some carryover. You know, if the list wasn't completed, there there can be tasks where you're like, you know what? That pile of laundry didn't get done. We need to just burn those clothes. It's been a month. <laughs> we need to walk. We need... That's the chaos plan. New month, it's a little new extra. Month, but... New month, new me. We need to, you know, we need to abandon <laughs> that goal. But there are other goals that, you know, if they haven't, 
been accomplished yet, they can still carry over because, you know, sometimes, like you said, you got to put one foot in front of the other and or, the first foot hasn't moved yet. to your yet. point, doing monthly resolutions gives you an opportunity to restart that thing. It's not like, oh, the year's shot. It's like, okay, I fell off the wagon for March. Well, April 1, baby. Yeah. And start trying to do laundry again. It's not like, oh, well, fuck that noise. I guess we'll just wait until 2023. Yeah. So... Yeah, I like that. All right, everyone, stay stay tuned. Look out for host number one and guest host number two's new business venture, uh, res resolutions for resolutions. I don't know, uh, name pending. It's a work in progress. Resolutions, I, I do enjoy that 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 rolled, resolutions. That rolled it's trademarked. Don't try to trademark it. I've definitely already trademarked it. If it doesn't already exist, and if it does, whoopsie doopsie. But it's ours if it isn't. So don't and steal it. Did you, and did you know legally you trademark a thing by just just in a recording saying I trademarked that? That's mine now. <laughs> that's that's legally how it works. According to according to the white man, which honestly might as well be the truth. So you sure. know, honestly, I think that's that. Uh, if according to the white man, I feel like is actually a defense mm-hmm. in court. So. so there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Well, on that note, thank you again so much to our guest host number two and my wonderful spouse for joining this podcast so last minute. Uh, As I mentioned, I have a sneaking suspicion that for a number of these upcoming podcasts, we're going to have a number of guest hosts, some past and some future, and I'm very excited to uh, introduce all of you to them, some of them again. Um, But a big thank you to guest host number two for joining us today. I hope. I hope I have uh, accumulated at least four snake tokens. Oh, 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 I'll have to double check. Four seems like an awful lot, but like I at least, th- at least, at least three, at least three. I'm going to have to like check with our accountants on the fourth. going to be honest. Oh, that's, if you're going to nickel and dime me like this, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to be able to come back. <laughs> <sighs> what if we go like 3.25? Because that's listen, a... we need... Not to pull a, uh, well, I shouldn't actually <laughs> slander any uh, Hollywood actors. I was going to say, not to pull a so-and-so in such-and-such Marvel movie uh, fighting over uh, contract renewals, but I probably wow. should just... I'm the wow. off chance that, I'm the, I don't want to slander anybody, wow. so... Wow, wow, And right. obviously, obviously the point and insult got across, All right, so. Disney fanboy, get out of here. <laughs> get out of here, the podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna close out i will get back to you on the snake tokens thing now we're mm. back down to three my good sir mm. but as as we as we take off we'd like to remind you as we always remind you at the end of these episodes wear your masks and i would add wear a fucking good mask don't wear fabric masks you can now get really excellent kn95s or n95s or even surgical masks but like wear a good fucking mask you can acquire them get your booster if you have it and you're eligible Omicron is not a joke, but you will certainly be better off if you are double vaxxed and boosted. Uh, and be nice. Be kind to one another. Please, for the love of all that is anything, be kind to one another. And I'm not gonna... I know we gave a number of wacky predictions for 2022. Let's just hope 2022 is just the most boring year ever. There's just, let's just... There's not like... Ah, 20... Forgettable. I don't even need good things to happen. Let's just like 2022, just kind of like, what? What even happened? That's what we're going for. In 2022. So. Well, I love you all, including the snakes. And I love you, guest host number two. So much love for the snakes. (laughs) And so much love for you. Thank you so much for having me again. Of course. 
We will see you all later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.